Ripping off the Jim Dean. Jim Dean. Ah. Are, do you mean to say Jim Bean? It's Jim Bean. The song's Bean. called it's, Jim Dean. What the fuck? It's Jim Bean. That's the that's the liquor. Are they talking about Jimmy Dean? The yeah, sandwich? I think they're talking about... Is it like Jim a breakfast Dean, sausage? Or is it not Jimmy like Dean? Jimmy Dean like, breakfast sausage. Yeah. yeah, Jim Dean. Is it just Jim Dean? I think it's I've about never, never Jim Dean himself. Who the fuck is Like Jim the Dean? guy who founded the breakfast sausage. Jim, Jim Dean. He's Jim Dean. James Brian Dean was an American actor. He's remembered as a cultural icon of teenage delusion. <laughs> okay. Is well. there anything else... About being a teenager than just delusionment? A social estrangement. I don't, I don't know what else, yeah. Social estrangement's social a good one. I like that. Social yeah. estrangement and delusion. And political extremism. Oh, dude. Oh, oh dude. Listen, I don't know if I can ever even reach... I think I capped pol- my political ex- extremism out at teen years. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. sure. And, and that's, what, that's what blows my mind, though, when I see these people that are like in their 40s. And they're still just fired up every day. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I had, I lost this energy after I finished puberty. Yeah. Lower your blood pressure, homie. It's not good for it's like, we need to, we need to calm down here. We need to look at this a different way. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, it's Jim Beam though, isn't it? It's Jim Beam. Uh, I think it was Jim it's Beam. It's not Bean, is not it? not Bean. It's Beam. It might be Beam. I don't know. Jim Beam. Jim Beam is the liquor. Yeah. Jim yeah, Beam. That's, that's what, you keep saying sipping on. I'm like. What you, you sipping I don't on know, man. I, that's what I think the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I'm sipping on that handsome man. <laughs> that American actor from the 1930s. I'm sipping on teenage delusion. Nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. boys, how we doing tonight? How we doing? Oh, we all pretty good. You know, I feel great. I feel really good, guys. It's good. I don't pretty know what to tell you. I think it's due to that Christmas candle that Justin decided oh, to bring home. That made me feel like all any and all forms of homesickness almost just left my body. That when is, that Christmas candle was on, it just made me feel like there was a ham somewhere in the house ready to be eaten. I felt very present. Definitely, definitely one of the best five dollars I've ever spent. It was, it was. Uh, I was in Target. I was like, this is going to just improve all of our lives so much. It really did. And at first, I was like, okay, whatever. It's, I, I don't, I don't know. I was expecting it to disappoint me. I was expecting it to just not fit the vibe. And I yeah. was just like, when you brought it in, you know, I got a Christmas tree candle. I'm like, what? And then when I stepped into the room again, into the living room, and it had been burning for a little bit, I was just like, okay, I'm at peace. Yeah, it's nice. I'm Smelling here, it now I'm vaguely happy. smells like Justin's armpits. That Douglas fir. Yeah, actually, I have a juniper and eucalyptus um, deodorant, and that is <laughs> juniper and pine tree. I called that shit, did I not? I don't <laughs> make a <laughs> habit of sniffing around Justin at any well, point. Well, no, the, the problem he is... He sniffs my dirty clothes. No, well, here's it's the, the thing. armpit stains. Well, here's the thing. Justin's a good two feet taller than me, so his armpits are to just hang exactly where my nose is. Yeah, and you know me. I, I, I keep so, my hands up a lot. Yeah, so he walks by me, and I just get that, you know, that Canadian, you know, smell oh, yeah. straight down it's my just nostrils. pine saw. Justin doesn't ever like to drop his hands over his shoulders. Like beneath his shoulders, his hands are always up at ear level. I think it's because he's gotten in a lot of fights maybe. It feels like you're always ready to scrap. Your hands are up. You're ready to block a punch. I just want the pump to never go away. (laughs) I'm always in flex position. Yeah, and if my hands go down, that is a significant decrease in muscle activity. Dude, you lose all physique as soon as your arms drop below he's, your shoulders. He's living his life like he got a field goal. It's, you know, it's, the whole time. It's how you identify the weak. 
As you see who's who's got their hands below the waist in their pockets. What is this? Oh gosh. Straight up. I just I keep I keep my hands rested on my muffin tops at all times, just so they're at least torso level so I can block a body shot possibly. Oh, smart. My head is still very exposed, but I have a thick noggin. Oh yeah. You could probably take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could I could take it. a hit in the head. Yeah. I couldn't. You got a thick skull. You could not? No, I feel like all of my bones are really weak. Including my skull. I'm like fairly confident in that. Because? Just because of history. It's <laughs> just the history of my body. <laughs> um, yeah, are we talking to post-injury Justin right now? Yeah, wow. we are talking to post-injury wow. Justin. Talking about, we're talking to Justin who's going to have surgery in a month. Are you? Oh, I didn't tell you about this. No. Yeah, they don't know what the thing in my hand is. So they're going to remove it and send it to get biopsied. Make sure I don't have cancer. Yeah, cancer. You, got, you got like a sister in there. Right? I have, yeah, I have like a cyst or tumor. Oh, they don't know sister. what it is in my hand. Let's hope <laughs> it's nothing. It's they, they were like, yeah, bro, it's probably nothing. We just, we can't tell what it is from the MRI. So. I thought it was a bone spur. We'll see. I thought you said it was a bone spur. That's what the doctor thought it was. And then the doctor sent me to the hand dude. And then the hand dude was like, it's definitely not bone. It's definitely tissue. I, I was playing Pokemon Go earlier. I caught a hand dude. A hand dude. Yeah. Would you say he, would you say he has a hand job? He, he kind of <laughs> does have a hand job. Would he, you? That be his profession? I. It's 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 more of a career. It's a little more serious than a hand job. Hand um, career. Yeah, like more of a hand career. <laughs> That's the kind of girl I want. Yeah. I want a hand I, job. I, I, I was going. Career. I was supposed to go to him last week, but he's on vacation in Palm Springs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've just surpassed oh, Matt, man. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, dunk, I just dunked good. on you right there. Yeah, it was, man. On your Facial. home court. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. Oh boy, oh, disrespected slightly. Well, I had a, I had quite the interaction the other day. I frequent church on a very sporadically sparse basis. <laughs> I don't frequent church, but I I go there occasionally, okay. and I try to go more, um, but things get in the way. Uh, so yeah. I get there and this is, it's, it's not a very big church. I've been to this church a few times. And so like, I vaguely know the people, but I haven't really had any very serious interactions with anybody. There's this one lady, older lady, kind of a, kind of a dime, but she, she remembers me and she always says hi to me whenever I'm there. So she's the only person that really knows who I am and remembers when I first came with Matt and everything. Isn't the pastor's wife? I don't know, but it doesn't feel like it should oh. be just looking at the two of them. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't, work. that doesn't, no, it doesn't line up. One plus one is not three. No. Um, so she always remembers me, but they have probably 60 people in the church, something like that. Okay. And, um, it's enough to like show up and sit in the back, but you, you'll see everybody, you know, you don't just, there's, you see everyone's face at least one point during the service. Um, and they do this thing, which I've long hated my entire life in churches where after the music, after the first song, they have everyone stand up and greet each other. And they go around, say hi, introduce themselves to people that they don't know, walk around. Usually they just go to the people like neighboring rows and stuff. Yeah. And that always makes me wildly uncomfortable because I don't really know what to say or talk about. I don't have much 
to up until now where I can just tell people, oh, yeah, they're, I've moved from Washington. And they tell me their stories about their relatives that were from Washington or the one yeah. time they drove there and something. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's nice if you don't mind being depressed all the time. But it's just weird. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's weirder, especially by myself without having, like, Matt around with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but this week, they do something different. And uh, I also don't understand this, but there's, like, church memberships where you can sign up to be an official member of the church. And I don't really get what that means, because I'm pretty sure as soon as you're a Christian, you're a member of the church. But it's, like... I don't know pay 20 what it's bucks for a little ID card. No, it's I don't even know what it's for. <laughs> I'm a Christian. Because I they get there and they're like, "Hey, we're going to do something different tonight. We actually have four new members at the church. We're going to have them come up here to the front in front of everybody and answer a few questions." And then they one of them didn't even show up. So it was bad first day for that member because he didn't even make it that week. Mm. Yeah, that's an L. Three of them go, yeah, 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 in the handbasket. Yeah, yeah, immediately. Three of them walk to the front of the church. They just saunter up there, and they're standing in front of the congregation. They're like, we're going to ask you a few things that you need to affirm for us to show that you truly want to be a member of this church. And it was it was mostly just like, will you make a priority to like care for and look out for the people also in this church and like be there for them when they need you and, and yada yada and all that stuff. So it was, that's about all it was, but I've just never seen that happen before. And that would deter me from ever, 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 ever becoming a member at that church. Like I could go to that church for the next like couple years. It, and I am not signing the paper. Or if I do, I'm going to tell them I'm not coming to the front of the church. I'm staying in the back, whatever. I've seen people do yeah. that. When I, when I was a lot younger, I was probably around like six. We, I was living in, in, in Kentucky at the time. We went to this old church. and the, the church, It was a cool church because it looked like a castle. Yeah. Like, it was all in a castle. It was super six. Like Sunday school was like in the torture chamber, I assume. I don't know. Really? Was, really? was there a moat around it that you would yeah. like a drawbridge? Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't, you couldn't go over unless you had the Holy Spirit, you know, guiding you. You know, there's just no way. It's like the Indiana Jones one. Yeah, yeah. You just step off. It's like, oh, okay, God, I don't Hope know. There's alligators down there. But I remember that happening and my parents became a member and we had to go up and I, I was young. So they were just, I just remember my mom taking my hand and walking me up the aisle and I'm like, What's good? Like, what's, uh, what's good? What's happening? Uh, and mom, so, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be in the seats over a, there. We were just settled. I fully thought I had to preach. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I haven't even prepared. Like, I haven't even prepared. I'm I didn't seven, even take the time to you know? prepare the sermon. Like, I, I mean, I I'm sure anything. I could go off the top for like five, ten minutes, but like, I'm not going to be able to carry a whole 45 on my back without so notes. I was so scared. So I was really small. So. I just remember my parents standing up there and I'm just like crippling fear, grasping my mom's thigh and just like hiding myself. And I, and now it's funny because I didn't even think about that till right now. I'm just imagining everyone at that church just watching and just seeing me just kind of behind my mom's leg, just, just shivering. leashed to it. I'm like, like, and that's oh, the God, weird thing because preach. now I would be like, that's weirder. I'd rather just stand there still and not move. But as a kid, you're just like, I'm just going to face in first into my mom's thigh and hope that that just, I'm not here anymore. It's like, I don't exist. Don't look I don't, at me. Shouldn't be seen or heard. But yeah, that's my experience with that. I've, see, because I've mostly been, I've been exclusively in my parents' church for my entire life, pretty much. And, um, and it's, they've never done anything like that. And so... 
there's a lot of different things that take place in churches. Like hand raising is a big one too during music and getting really into it. And we've had a few people now as the church has expanded that do it, but I had never really seen that before. Yeah. And then I had like gone to a few, the other churches that I went to are typically smaller churches. And I went to one other bigger, two other bigger churches and it was very, it was very weird. And there were certain things I was like, damn, what, why are they doing this? It just doesn't make sense. And so I, when I saw this, I was like, first of all, I'm never becoming a member of this church. That's the first thing I think to myself. Then they go, Hey, everybody this week, get up and come to the front and introduce yourselves and say hi to the new members. Like the entire 60 people congregation just gets up and walks towards <laughs> them. And like, I, and I'm not a member. So it's like, I'm like, what do I do here? Cause I'm not, I'm not going to go up there and say hi to the, I'm not even barely a part of the church. I've just been here a few times. And so I just kind of sit there, but it's not big enough of a church that you can kind of get lost. It's kind of obvious. You stick yeah. out if you're doing something different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of chilling there. I talked to this one guy. We talk about Washington and, you know, the stories. And um, then the, I believe it's the pastor's son comes up. And he is a very, like, he wasn't allowed to watch any cartoons as a kid other than VeggieTales. And even VeggieTales, they wouldn't let them watch past, when they started doing movie parodies, they wouldn't let them watch those. <laughs> Strictly the Bible Strictly story Christian versions of, yeah, yeah, yeah quintessential christian veggie tales it's vegetable tales that's the original and he's wearing a like a whole hawaiian shirt this very bold stated hawaiian shirt tucked into khaki pants and he also is like the lead guitarist or ukuleleist i think he's playing a ukulele on stage during uh worship and so he kind of just comes up from behind me and like steps to my side and he's just facing me and he just goes good morning sticks his hand out to shake my hand and I shake his hand I'm like hey good morning and then he just stands there and he's like waiting for me to start the conversation I'm like buddy you came up to me this is not my job I said good morning back and shook your hand I don't I'm new here you clearly are like involved like you're on stage you shouldn't be expecting me to like carry this one I was like, you can't put me in this position. But he just like awkwardly stared me down. And so I'm like, I got, I better make something up. And so I'm just like, uh, could, um, the, you need and something? I'm looking around the room. I'm looking around the room for anything. I'm like something stick out something to me. And so I just look at the people in the front. I'm like, um, and there was like 10 seconds of me going, uh, uh um, do, uh, do you, uh, how do you become, a uh, member. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you, man. You just send that one Hawaiian shirt kid. He goes like, up to every new person in the church and he just goes, good morning. And then just dead stares past down. you. He's like staring at your soul. You're like, maybe I, maybe I should be a member at this church. Should, I feel like membership is the only thing that'll keep me safe here. Do, do I, should I, can I be a member? Can I, am I a member now? How do I? So I go, I'm like, how do you, you know, be, uh, become a member? Like for future, and I'm like, for future reference, if I want to. Because I was like, I want to establish that please don't bring a pastor up to me and get me the paperwork here and now. Because I'm not in that position. I'm certainly not after seeing today's service and how they treat their new members. Like I'm not ready to go up there and play 21 questions and then get mobbed by the old people. So he goes, 
super short answer, right to the point. I'm like, how would you become a member? You know, and like for future reference, if I wanted to, and she goes, you would need to talk to a pastor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And he just two more seconds of just locked eye contact, no facial expression. And then turns and proceeds to continue down the aisle. Wow. Was this during the meet and greet? Ah. This is during the meet and greet when everyone else is kind of to the front. I had said hi to two other people. So I was still mingling. You know, I wasn't just the weird one. And then I just kind of sat back and went on my phone. I was playing some Pokemon Go. Nice. And then he kind of came up to me and I just wasn't ready. And I just didn't have ammunition or or anything. And I'm just like, if you are not only a person that is like involved in this church to where you're on stage... Why are you, you should make this a smooth transition for new people to feel like comfortable in the church. Because then, and then immediately he walks off. I get up, (laughs) I walk to the bathroom and I sit on the toilet for like five minutes until like they're done doing the greeting and the sermon starts. And then I walk back in because I was like, I'm not doing another one of these weird, awkward (laughs) dance conversations where like you look at me, I look at you. We kind of both sigh and like look off to the right and hopefully we're going to think of something to say because now we have to talk to each other. I'm like pretty positive those meet those little meet and greet things are just for like the older people to go to the bathroom because every time I'm like okay I think I should go to the bathroom now it, I go to the bathroom and it's just a line of just the oldest people I've seen. I mean I I guess because like we do that where after the singing we're like all right kids go off to Sunday school then typically people like go to the kitchen some of them and they like go refill on the coffee before the sermon starts they go like intermingle in the kitchen they head back in and then. It kind of starts, but there's not this whole like everyone get up and shake the hand of the person next to you and yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Next, I don't you know, know, what I'm, you know anything what? about church, but that seems a little. It's weird. There's certain things that churches do that have just been they're just choices made. Um, they just become culturally how th- things are done that I just have never understood, and they've just never been done in the church environment I grew up in, just because my parents just didn't implement it yeah yeah and so i was just like i don't get this Man, i gotta i gotta go to church with you guys one day Dude, i've never i've like literally never been. we need to go to like we're gonna go hit up a few small churches around the area and then we should go find like a mega church Let's go and to that go one culty to, looking one yes oh yeah we're gonna go to that one the all yeah. white building our first one we need to take justin to is like a gospel church though we, should we just do bring need to go to like an all black church because those are just the oh best. yeah Dude, i've never been to a black church. oh you gotta go i've always wanted to because i feel like no one is more enthusiastic about what they're doing for god than a room full of black people it's great it's great i i love it you can you can feel the spirit there i've started to also like here's another thing that they do that i've been so harshly against but I'm, i'm starting to be okay with it at least now that i've been going to this church is the standing up for singing it's like why why do i need to stand up for the songs better breast support I mean, Duh. yes, technically. And and that's the thing that's kind of turned me around on it. Because I'm like, okay, I think people are singing louder while, while they're standing than when they're sitting there more relaxed. They're just, they're not doing it. Because well, we at my church, um, we never did that. You could just stay seated and sing. But it, sometimes there would be some morning, especially if people were a little sparse, where it would just be a little low kind of mumble through the song. And I think if you made people stand up and then go, it's a little bit more like, all right, I'm, I'm committing to the bit right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've, I know a lot of churches that do that, and I just, I've never enjoyed that. And I, it's starting to grow on me. Um, but that's a weird one. Man, I saw, um, 
I I see a lot of uh, like worship drummers on my uh, like for you page and explore page on uh, Instagram. And like some of them are playing in like fucking arenas. Like this is a fucking church. Like what the fuck is going on? Like they're playing like a whole ass like theater show. No, no, no. For sure. There's, there's, yeah. Those people that get up on, they basically are, they're playing packed out. Yeah. They're playing like, like like if you had that every night, you would be a touring musician. Oh yeah. But like I saw one that was, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you guys. This guy (laughs) like, um, he was running like the backing tracks off of his laptop. He was the drummer and he hit the wrong button and started playing like the wrong song, which I did something similar in one of our shows. Yeah. Um, but he did that. And then I read the caption and it was like, yeah, I made a mistake, but it's okay. I can't beat myself up about it. I shouldn't be vain because what we're doing is beautiful and we're worshiping God. And the bigger picture is about God and my mistake really doesn't matter. And I shouldn't beat myself up about this mistake because in the end I was spreading God's word with this music and the mistake doesn't matter. And I was like, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the problem. Nice. That was, that was way too convoluted. And like, it doesn't, you know, that's one of those things where you're just like, you know, it didn't need to be said. Just didn't it all need to be said. Hide that one in your heart. Keep that thought to yourself. You know, I understand there's, there's a lot of, because I mean, in big mega churches, it's a bit different because especially when it's you're playing to a ton of people, they are hand selecting and trying out who makes it onto their worship team. Yeah. And then, you know, you're because there's a lot of people to choose from, too. But in a lot of these smaller churches, you just kind of have to take what you get. And because it's for the Lord and really, as long as your heart's in the right place and you're doing it for the right reasons, you're still glorifying God through what you're doing. But that is such a low bar of entry for musicianship (laughs) to play on a worship team. Like, just doing it for the fact that you want to please God and you want to glorify Him, you could do that and never have played an instrument in your life and be doing it right in some, you know, in some aspects. But it's, I've had some of the worst, my church, my own church, has had some of the worst, and because the, the the pick is so small, like thirty people maybe, you know, or twenty people, if that. Yeah. If that it depends. It's got a little bigger now, but but still like twenty people, super small. Because we used to do it in my house. We just recently they got a building, and we've been doing it in my house since I was like six years old with like one other family, and we've been doing this. So, um, there's a very small selection of of musicians. And there's like a few people that know how to play the guitar. I think there's like three guys that can play the guitar now and something like that. And then there's people that can play the piano, can sing. But there's also other people that can kind of play instruments like like the flute and the tambourine that don't have any concept of time whatsoever, barely yeah. really know how to play the instrument, like the best they could do is when you don't notice their existence, but it's not like they make anything better. They yeah. just can either not be noticed or take away from the song. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it for like 10 years. So it's like, how have you not really gotten this mastered yet? Man, imagine not being good enough at your instrument to make God proud. Dude, you know, <laughs> <laughs> see what that's the problem is that because you can't, you can't like, 
to some extent, you can't tell them no unless you have a long list of people trying yeah. to get on and play and you're looking for anyone to step up that you can, you can't say no to them. And no, so then they could just take what know. could be decent and just butcher it to death. And there's this other dude who who's now the one of the one of the switch off to main guitarists and, and worship leaders of the church and, and great guy. I don't know. I don't know him, but he's a, he seems like a great guy. And he has talked to me extensively because I played drums at my church. I play, I sat on the cajon and tapped it out. But then when he started taking over worship, I quit. I was barely doing it anyways, but I stopped going to church too. But I refused when I did go to church to play because he could not grasp coming in on one. That and, is, and so he would change awful. time signatures even throughout the song. It felt like. To where I'm like, we're not even in the same world anymore. And it's like, and you can't, and he'll like pause and it's four, four time and come in on four. And I'm like, what are you doing? And so it's so impossible to play with him because I, I'm either, I can't just like play the right yeah. thing and muscle him to, because he's not going to pick up on it. I know and so I'm struggle. just going to be playing off the whole time. So I refuse to play. And he's talked to me multiple times about he, his first instrument he started playing on was drums. And I was originally oh. a drummer and a drum teacher. Dude. <laughs> and I'm like, how can you be, though? Because you don't grasp 4-4 four, four time. That is really tough. And he's also tone deaf. And so his wife sings them. And so he has his own mic, too. But my brother, who runs sound, has for a, a decent amount of time just turns off his mic for singing. And so no one Smart else can man. hear him. Smart man. Because so he's just, it. he can't sing. Yeah, and so it's like I love, he, and he does good at times. He has pulled it together b better and better since he started, from what I've heard. Okay, okay, but he just does not grasp time that well. And like he'll get on the cajon sometimes now that I'm not there at all and play, and it's just not. Oh, that's gotta be that's gotta be tragic, right? Exactly. Yeah, uh, man, he's a cajonist skills. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I'm, I'm glad that they're doing what they're doing and they're doing an amazing service to the church because if no one stepped up and there before there was anyone at the church that could play music, they would just put on worship CDs on a boom box and they would sing along to the songs back when I was like seven and stuff like that uh, before we ever had like guitar players. And so uh, totally good for them, but it is rough. That is such the culture though. You're totally right of like worship teams because that's how I started. I started on a worship thing too at my high school and this is before I really played any I played piano but I didn't understand timing yet and there was a drum set and they're just like Matt like you yeah, know go on the drum set and I'm like yeah. I've never played drums in my life and they're like I don't care do it like, <laughs> was, try it okay Fill it in. and I, I didn't know what I was doing but I think I had some sense of rhythm so it ended up being okay but I can imagine if someone else was put in that situation and but just knowing less than I well, did that's the problem well the, pr the worst part is is that's not that bad because you being asked, hey, bud, come and do this for us. Come and try this for us. That's one thing. The problem is that in a lot of those churches, especially when it's not super big, you get the people that think they're good. And we don't have this at my church as much, but I've seen other people where they think they're really good. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I want to be in the worship team. You guys don't have a drummer already. I want to do that for you. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then they can't really turn them down. You know, because it's like, mm -hmm. well, you, you're just trying to do a good thing and serve with your gift and do all that. But then they don't have the gift. That's the problem. That's the problem. You're supposed yeah. to bring your gifts and use them in the church. But it's like if they're coming with a forgery of a gift, <laughs> it's like this is counterfeit giftage. 
you don't have the receipt to this present. You stole this from the store. You can't play the drums. <laughs> yeah, we need a white elephant here. We need to exchange your gift. So I don't know. It's like maybe just stack chairs instead. Yeah, you know, worship, yeah, it's like, worship you do from the pews, maybe. You know, yes, maybe yeah. that could be your ministry. Yes, your ministry could be picking up hymnals afterwards. Yeah, flip them around, you know, make sure the hymn shows, you know, make yes, sure the pencils on. aren't on the ground. Pick up, pick up the communion pick cups. Pick up the communion cups afterwards. Do your job. I just, <clears throat> it's tough. The church dynamic is weird, especially, and the, but then the problem is, though, is you go the other way at the mega churches, and then it's like, super produced and super and the yeah. worship is great but usually if you go to a church my experience every time i've been to churches with really solid worship teams where the songs are great they got the lighting they got all that stuff it feels like you're almost kind of at a little bit of a worship concert the 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 sermon is just as weak as possible and then it's like i didn't get anything out of this i'm not coming here to just to sing songs with a bunch of people i don't know like I'd rather yeah, go to a place where the music concert. stinks yeah. if i'm going to go yeah i'm just i'm going to go to a concert for an artist i like then yeah, just come sure. here and then hear go, some weak bars from the NF. stage. Just I'm gonna go, go fucking see, see NF. <laughs> I'm gonna go. go you think Andy. NF will do? It's a good, uh, good, good father for me live. <laughs> Probably, I bet he would. Um, I bet it's in his uh, rotation. I think when he does covers, I I always respect. I love artists that do cover songs, like big artists that do cover oh, yeah. songs in their live show. Yeah, I love for sure. it. That's dope. J- Justin, have you ever experienced? Because I know you've been in a little, you've been in a couple bands. Have you experienced being in a band with someone who just wasn't good at what they did? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, when we were, like, I've been in a lot of bands. The first, like, three were just kids that did not know what they were doing like they were kids that played like guitar for a year and the reason i was in a band with them is because my mom found their mom on facebook (laughs) and like she was like my son started playing taking guitar lessons and like he sucked dick or we had like the very very first band i was in wrench um that nick later joined before nick joined that we auditioned this guy that we jammed with for a while it was supposed to be the four of us but then so it's actually kind of funny. Me and our bassist CJ um, played with this dude who just like he wasn't great, but he just soloed and like shredded, and he was the best guitarist I'd ever seen. And I was like, he's fucking amazing. <laughs> but all he did was obnoxiously solo off time. He like oh. he had like licks, but like he was just obnoxious and off time, and just all he, all they wanted to do was just jam for fifteen minutes, just mindlessly, and the mu- like they didn't want to make real music; they just wanted to jam. And um, then we introduced Nick, and we're like, okay, let's be a band, let's do this shit, let's be a band. And then this guy was like, nah, I just want to like jam. I don't want to be in a band. And we're like, okay, That's bro. That's so weird. Yeah, right? The only wanting to jam? I've never even heard of that dude. I feel like the dude that wants to solo wants to be in the band because they want to be the guy. Yeah, yeah, he was like, dude, I just want to do my obnoxious fucking solos with no, like, no responsibility. That's the one Some thing is bitch. is that you do have, you do have those people that have, like, they've played an instrument, but they've never played with other people before. Yeah, because that was a big shock to me when I was when I was like in eighth grade and um, I went to there was a uh, music world is a a small music store in downtown battleground like the old area and um, they would put on like a summer camp every year hosted by the director at the middle school I was going to go to and so 
I went to this thing and I'd play drums and I had read drum music too a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I never played with another person really. I played, well, I played for church kind of, but I wasn't playing a full set or anything like that. And so then I go to this thing and I went for jazz and for concert band. I went to okay. two of them. And so that was just like a, sh- 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 a sh- whoa. I just like had a stroke. Welcome. We're the Lost for Summer podcast, guys. I was about to go Super Saiyan. Yeah, man. No, I um, I just developed a stutter mid podcast episode. I can't get rid of it. The rest of the my name is. Um, nah, it was a super. It was just like a shock to me. Yeah, because playing with a bunch of different orchestral instruments and there's a director and I'm reading music and I'm like trying to. I'm supposed to follow along and oh, dude, playing in dynamics. That sense, crazy. And, no, I yeah, and I just stepped into it and so I had just never ever yeah because no. the first time I ever went to go visit the middle school to go like I went there as like orientation before I started and they're like mm-hmm. hey played this song you should just try playing the song we just got it and i just played it and they vaguely knew it already but i clearly wasn't playing what the music said at all because i didn't really know how to read music that well yeah and so i just made up shit for the whole song and they're like dude how did you just like come up with it like you didn't play any of the stuff like you just played something else <laughs> and i was like that's all i've ever known how to do i don't know how to play yeah. this stuff i can just play whatever sounds right <laughs> that's what drums is it really is to some extent and so i went to this thing and it was it was it definitely changed the way I looked at music and looked oh, yeah. at like even like timing and rhythm. Playing with like a mm-hmm. bass, a bass player, and a piano at all times, where yeah. you're like supposed to be just keeping eye contact with each other, playing in a pocket, and trying to find in. that yeah. groove. Yeah. It definitely changed the way I I approach making music. Absolutely, I I had never <laughs> played in that setting ever, and and I'd played drums my whole life, and I I never played like that until I was eighteen. Really? Yeah. I, um, I played, actually, no, I played with my middle school's choir for one song once. I played Pompeii by Bastille <laughs> with my middle school's choir. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. Yeah. My, my first experience with a band like that was, I played trombone. Oh, hell yeah. First chair trombone. Hell fucking yeah. Life. I forgot that you played trombone. Yeah. The solo I played, um, you are the sunshine of my life. By, oh, dope, dope. by uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> they gave me a solo because I was a senior. Oh, hell yeah. Also 18. You played That's you played trombone all the way through senior year of high school? No, only senior year. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Why? Why so did you pick up trombone? I, so I, I was like, so all my friends were band kids for the most part. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Nick, yeah. it was Nate, it was all those guys. And they're like, dude, you got to join band. You got to join oh, band. Oh, because your senior year was here in Cali. Yeah. Oh shit! So you went yeah. to a new school and then just joined the band, <laughs> and they're like, "Join, dude, you can do it." I was like, "Okay, yeah, like it'll be fun." And they're on the rhythm section. They are cool motherfuckers. They're playing guitar. They're all dude. together. Rhythm section was always the. There was a different band kids and the rhythm section. There can be they can be the same kids at times, but they can also be completely different worlds. That's what it was for this one. Yeah, and that's what it was in my high school, and it was that's just exactly like completely different people. All stoners, yep. all these, and then you yeah. didn't have, and then the rest of the, the clarinet section is just people with like just, massive amounts of overbite. I don't know why always, but it was just. <laughs> yeah, just slight spectrum. Made it help with the read. You know, yeah, maybe took some pills. I don't know. Yeah. And, but. We were taking pills in the drum section too, though. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> different pills, different pills. And, but, oh man, and I, I got set and they didn't. I wanted to play like stand-up bass. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. But yeah. Nick was playing bass and he's really good and I just wasn't that good yet, so. I talked to my teacher. I'm like, I don't really know what to play. Like, I just, I wanted to be here. And he's like, 
how are you? So I talked. How do you play uh, trombone? And I was like, is he Barack Obama? My <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fellow Asian. Uh, would you like to play a uh, trombone? Trombone? Uh, First chair. And I was like, sure. There's three of us. Three tromboners. All of us never trombone knew how to owners. play. Yeah, that's what we called ourselves. We were the tromboners. That's what every trombone section has ever called themselves ever at yeah, some point. It's, it's not original. <laughs> <laughs> tromboner is pretty. And and for some reason, I was the best. And the only reason I was the best is because I was the only one that ended up looking up YouTube videos of how to play trombone. <laughs> so is the, did you never play the trombone before then? Never. Never. The closest why thing did was you, sax. Why, didn't, why did you pick trombone then? It was the only one they didn't have, really. And so they needed it. And I was like, sure, I'll learn a new instrument, whatever. It was either that or like sax. Okay. But I just, I played Dude, sax so can before we get you to fan. play, like, can we get you a trumpet and get you to practice and then we can do some cool trumpet stuff in our I, music? I don't know how to play trumpet, but I could play but trombone. This, but it's the same blowy thing. It is you the just same. Gotta I just got to memorize the notes. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like trumpet is a really loud instrument to have in an apartment. So, oh, yeah. It's so loud. Maybe put, not do Put it. one of those metal mutes in it that's got like the little thin tinny oh. sound. To, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. But I remember when I was in concert band because my first year I was already pretty good and I was in the advanced, advanced concert band um, okay. when I was in eighth grade. It was They were doing it as an after school thing and not a part of the high school. And the next year became a high school class. And so I try I had to try out again. But then they said, just in case, like everyone apply for concert band if you want to go in a band and then try out for the other two bands if you want to be in those. So if you don't make it, you can go to that. Well, I... I basically guaranteed to make the other one and i also had applied for this concert band which is like freshmen that were all not that great but it turned out that our class was pretty good already for some reason so there was a lot of the year where we did nothing but like play blackjack like we would we would have be prepping for a concert because we didn't play very many competitions and we'd have our songs done and like pretty much perfect a couple weeks before Oh, that's so we were time. just we would just kick it and not do anything, that's and dope. so um, we would just sit around and we had the big ass timpani drums and we would just get like seven people playing cards for like the whole class and we would just sometimes we would just leave class and go to the store and go get food and come back. So my music oh. teacher was looking for any way to not do anything, but he was I mean, he's an amazing music teacher, but he also just taught so much stuff that he just was gonna snooze for the time he didn't have to actually be out and about oh, i yeah. think my band, man i think my band teacher was a little brain dead because with the rhythm section we would literally there was a there was an upstairs in the music room and me in the rhythm section would always just go up there and, and just like hit a pen we just smoke oh yeah smoke right there and oh, hell yeah never knew and had no clue <laughs> and i just i don't know how we got away with that it's insane to me i I never, I never smoked weed until I was out of high school. Um, that was the first time I ever tried weed. But a lot of the drummers were high throughout most of class and stuff. Mm. Um, there was, we had a lot of those practice rooms. You ever have practice rooms? That's where we do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a bunch of practice rooms, and there was, wow, many nice high schools. No, no, no. My background high school is a dump, but they just had a really good music program because they just, I don't know why. They had a lot of good mu so musicians weird. from the area. My, my, my shit had one. Room. I mean, they were, they were really shitty, but they had a choir room and then the office divided the two rooms uh, for the choir director and then the band director. And then they had the band room. That is and, exactly how ours was. Yeah. And then they had upstairs, they had a storage room. We have shit like that. And now. then they had a, a small room in there where the one jazz band met. And then they had three practice rooms. 
two small ones with just a piano and then one a little bit bigger one that you could go in with a few different people. And they were like insulated when you closed the door. We just had the one. They room. were super trashy, but they but we had it though, so it was still yeah. something. Um, and like I, like and our I, drum line equipment, our drumming snares and stuff that we played for that, like they weren't even they the school wouldn't buy them for us. So our drum Teacher instructor, them, he yeah. just brought them in for us. Uh, okay, that's dope. So, but uh, people would have sex in these rooms all the time, and <laughs> no you would way. know sometimes because You're they would joking. have sex on the piano, and then you'd hear them clank against the notes with their hand or their ass or something like that. Oh my God. And so that's you could amazing. just you could cut if you came in. It was always like on a football game or a high school game. Some kids would like come back and then just go dip off to one of the rooms with their girlfriend or something, and then just go at it with each other. And wow. there are some bins of people that got walked in on by by like a teacher, oh, and like they shit. they were trying to like go get oh something from the upstairs God. practice. Room, and then they like open it up and there's just like people going at just going at it. Fucking yeah. oh, a lot of sex happened in the band rooms. Like people were at it in the band rooms wow. and stuff. You guys um to such different schools than me. But when I but when I was in that concert band, there was one time because you mentioned want to play the stand up bass where we had this one song for the Christmas concert and like there wasn't very many drum parts, and so I just let the other people play it that were I was the best drummer in that in that band, but I was like, you guys can play the parts, and so I'm just not going to play this song, so I could just sit around and not do it. <laughs> and so then they were like, hey, we need a stand-up bass. And then I said, I could do it. No, you did it. Yeah. I, I was like, I'll do it. And they're like, do you know how to play stand-up bass? And I was like, yeah, I could probably f- figure it out. I don't even know how to play guitar. <laughs> I don't even grasp the first guy. But it didn't really matter because you couldn't really hear me. So I would just go to doon, doon, doon in time. And I would just kind of move across the strings wherever I wanted to or just, just keep the, the same note. one. Yeah, yeah. I would just do the, the one bass note just to doon, 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 doon. And I would just do that. And I, it was my favorite song to play because I got to pretend to play bass. And I played bass for the performance. Yeah. No way. And I didn't know how. I didn't even know oh, that. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, you got away with it. That's crazy. Hell yeah. Have I told you about when I played with my school's concert band? Like, I played... I had never been in a like a like in a band setting like that. Except for that one time I played with my, my, school's, my middle school's choir. But that was like a one-off thing. Yeah, when they called you in to do it. They fucking know. called me in. Like, last minute? Yeah. They told me on, like, a Friday... The show was the next Thursday, and they, um, I practiced with them twice. So they they gave they told me on Friday and gave me the sheet music on Friday, and then I went out of town and I couldn't practice drums. All I could do was just read the sheet music and just study the sheet music. And I had read sheet music three times in my life before that. <laughs> oh, my God. oh gosh, dude. And I emailed the band director like two days before I was like, I can't do this. And he was like, I'll send you videos. Just memorize it the way that you learn other shit. And I was like, okay. And he sent me videos and I just memorized it the way I memorize everything else. Like I didn't act. I, 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 I read it like, I can read. I'm not fluent, so I can't read while I play. So I read to figure the shit out. But then I just memorized it, and I just played it off of memory. And I showed up the first practice. I played like shit. Oof. And I was like, I was like, look, because the thing is, I showed up the first practice, and I had never played it. Because Oh, you just tapped it on your drum pad, right? The first practice was Monday, and I tapped it on my drum pad all weekend. And then I showed up Monday. I'd never played it. And I played it with the band. And I, I played pretty bad. I got through it. I played better than anyone anyone else would have. Yeah. But I but I was like, that was real bad. And I was like, it will be perfect tomorrow. 
and I went home, played it for five hours, got it perfect, showed up the next day, fucking killed it at rehearsal. Nice. Went to the show, fucking killed it at rehearsal at the show. Just missed <laughs> I missed one crash that only me and the band director noticed. Fucking killed it. Like I was Damn. so proud. That Damn. was my that's probably my favorite band performance to watch ever. Because you had a video of it's on YouTube or something. Yeah, I have and it. it's I just, have just it. great because yeah, I've seen the video. It's Justin, he's singled off. Way yeah. off to the side. Yeah, and he just looks like super professional. And then it's all these kids who just kind of don't really know how to play their instruments. <laughs> yeah, so they're right. playing, they're trying to they play, they're terrible. trying to play. You got a friend of me, they're like, <laughs> and meanwhile, Justin's going crazy. It's like whiplash. Yeah, I'm just doing fucking things. And I'm just like, this is just Justin's show. It was weird. It was like, instead of like make a wish where one retarded kid got to play with a good band, it was like one good band player got to play with a retarded band. And then, like, and like, and like I, I I played the best out of everyone there. Not gonna lie, not gonna not gonna front. But and then like I was like I was like I wonder like what the band director thinks I did and like how he thinks I did. And I came up to him after I was like, hey dude, it was a great like, I had a great time. Thank you. And he just like gave me the biggest, just the most forceful dap and hug I've ever <laughs> had in my life. He's just this big ass motherfucker. He gave he just gave me like like the the you know what I'm talking about. And then. Hugged me that man hug just hard as fuck. I was like, oh, I killed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's proud. You know, he's just happy that someone is finally actually played through it right one time. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, <laughs> just that relief. Probably, he's yeah. Like, don't have to worry about the drums. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. And then that was the last show of the year, and that was my that was like two weeks after before I graduated. Damn. Man, damn. Yeah, and then I told him I was like, dude. Because of this, I realized that not joining band is one of my biggest regrets. Really? Yeah. That, like, after doing that, you wish you had done that more often? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? So you enjoyed it? I thought it was just kind of a chore. Yeah, no, I loved it. I oh, thought it was cool. awesome. And then, yeah, I kept I kept playing the songs. Band was one of... It was my... I mean, band and then I enjoyed, I enjoyed aspects of the skill center, the trade school that I went to for the last two years of high school. That's so I, I enjoyed that, but band was kind of one of my favorite aspects of high school. Um, where it's like, I don't, I don't know. Cause band kids are band kids. Like they are the stereotype. A lot yeah, of them for are sure. A lot of them are just goofy, weird nerds that just don't know how to interact with other people that well. But there's also a good fair amount, especially when you have a big band program with a lot of people, there's a fair amount of normal cool kids to hang out with. And so like going to basketball games, football games, things like that and playing and, and all that, that was probably the, some of the, like the things I actually look back fondly about high school. Yeah. 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 That I feel like I definitely would have, I would have missed out a lot had I not played in band, even though I'm not really doing much with drums anyways right now. It's like, I'm it's glad I spent those years yeah. playing a band and doing that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Man, that's, that is what's going on in old music. But speaking about old music, let's, let's, try, let's talk music. about what new music. Yeah. Now that people been, uh, know that I we love, what are a beautiful, the best musicians. That was like, that was like. Paul Blart on that segue. <laughs> yeah, was that, was, that was gorgeous that transition right there. Is that two wheels? And it can keep itself balanced. I got a piece of weird ass scooter. Okay, let's take a let's take a quick fire where Justin can go to the bathroom, and then uh, we're gonna hop in. Yeah, some new music that's been out. That's uh that's we've been listening to, and we can kind of play through some of that. Give some. Uh, Justin's got some soapboxes to stand on. Yeah. Several. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Hit the 
Some motherfuckers are back from my break. Run it, run it, run it. Hit the pop rock, hit the pop rock. Hit the pop rock, hit the pop rock. Hit the pop rock, hit the pop rock. Hit the pop rock, hit the pop. Run it, run it. the new song that uh by uh joey valance and bray who i don't i'm not familiar with I know and then bray. it's featuring logic uh, okay. actually i want to get a little bit of logic first fast for you yeah let's hear it this shit goes hard god damn walk up and they know who i am god damn that means that i keep the game running a hundred thousand in jewelry i'm stunning and stunting like evil cadaver my life is a movie motherfucker regal Nothing you do astonish me honestly I'm not trying to be anybody but me And they want to body me with the camaraderie I want my brothers to win but they want the blood I open a carotid artery That ought to be all that I need, I'm hard to see I close the studio door and open up every part of me Fuck my generation, get them all assassination Life is balanced, gotta make some room for Bray and Joey Balance where the talent bars and peace, they got me wildin' I'm just trying to shed a little light on artists That beat goes so hard How many you heard a harder rap beat in like the last few months? Nah, nah, nah. That shit is that shit. I love that old. I do. I'm very unfamiliar with uh, the two other artists, and uh, but that style. It's very like almost Beastie Boys esque. Mm-hmm. That vocal esque. mix that Logic has was perfect for his. Yeah. That was perfect the for the delivery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh dude, goodness. it matched with it. I was like, how is Logic? How is he gonna approach this beat? Yeah. Yeah. And that just helped make it fit right in. Yeah, that was perfect. That was that's a uh, very first Tanaka two, I believe. T A N A K A number right, two Tanaka right. Tanaka two. It's got some. I the album art for this shit is super fire. What is it? Super dope. Here you go, Justin. You want to take a look? Okay, okay. Tanaka? I got one as a shirt. Oh, so cool. That's such a cool shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. That came out recently. I'm a big fan of that sound. I really don't follow. I'm so bad. Like. Logic is good, and I think he's got really, really good stuff he's released, from what I've heard. But I just don't, I don't care to listen to anything new from him whenever he draws. Like, I'm never going, oh, new Logic is out? I just have never had that moment. Yeah, yeah. His, especially his last few albums, I've just been like, well, because I know, like, he quote-unquote retired, and I know what that actually meant. It meant he's just not on his label. He's doing his own thing now. But ever since then, I was just like, okay. I'm not going to listen to it Yeah, anymore. here's the thing. Logic had a lot of flops, but the way I view Logic is the bangers still bang. And he's making new bangers. The like, bangers still bang. Yeah, huh? they'll they'll never not bang. All that Young Sinatra shit goes crazy. Um, Under Pressure goes crazy. I'm a huge fan of the Incredible True Story. Everybody was, eh, a lot of weak songs, a lot of corniness, and then, you know, a lot of laziness and then um no pressure goes fucking crazy also no yeah. pressure's fire no pressure's hard i love no pressure um as well as um final days final days is fucking amazing great album great great album he uh I, it's a great like mixtape he spits bars i wouldn't say it's like a great like what crazy like beautifully composed album but it's 
it, he spits bars on most of the songs. The only Logic song I really, really play and listen to. I mean, there's a few that I that I've gone back to, um, but this is the main one that I that I go to now. Us banger. Man, I is. It's got such a good horn section in this. Yeah, it's the it's the sample from that. I I don't remember what the sample is, but all my loss for the summer family. If you out there, I want you to kick back, relax with us for a minute. We're gonna be doing some tunes. So sit back, grab some lean. I want you to play a little bit of In My Lifetime with Action Bronson off of his new album. Dude, Vinyl Days is an amazing album. No one's streaming it. I, uh, I've I've uh, kind of been keeping up with Logic, and um, yeah, dude, I wouldn't say no one's streaming it. We he's, were, he's still got mad plays. You but, and me uh, were on I mean, our way here. he still has when, a dedicated fan base, does oh, he not? Oh, yeah, super dedicated. When me and Justin were moving out here when we were first looking at houses, uh, we, we, we drove in his RV all the way down, and, and the album just had just come out, and, and we listened to it the whole way here, and... Oh, it's such a good album. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a definitely really good one of my favorites by him. Why is it not getting many plays, or why does it seem like it's not really hitting? Um, I think Logic's just kind of dying off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I I said that, but I looked at his. He's five five hundredth in the world on Spotify, which I mean, he's ranked on that, which is kind of already yeah. Like, well, compared cool, to what he used to be, I mean. yeah, compared to what he used to be, it's not not what he used to be, but um. I don't know. I think it's it's not mainstream because it's bars. It's just he's just spitting. Yeah, but I mean, there's like albums that are coming out that are just bars, though. That, that yeah, I mean, it's probably still popping, though. Yeah, but I think it's probably doing those numbers. I mean, like what Logic's been doing before, like he's been, he was doing crazy numbers before. Yeah, yeah, with bars though. Yeah, but like one eight hundred, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah sure, with the bo- sure. yeah, but that's true. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more underground. This beat goes crazy. With Juicy J sipping Henny, I got Masco money, boy, your pockets on Denny's. I hit the beat machine, get cream for the whole team. Supply the fiends, dollar bills by any means. Average person be committed if they seen the shit I seen. It's like my life was written through a murder scene. Even in my early teens, I saw a guy on the corner getting high when a straight bullet from a drive-by blew his brains through his right eye. Some people cautious, but I'm cautious. Yes. Motherfucker, Ooh. I'm the fastest. I made it through the light despite how dark my past is. What? Hip-hop, baby, party rock. 
Let's go head tattoo. You know oh. Smoking back to back dutches. My finger just inches off the button. That'll turn your fucking body into stuffing. Dress like I'm doing construction. Off one leg, jump through the fucking window with a hellcat like it's nothing now. At that speed, I could easily be mistaken for Jet Lee. Don't interrupt my thing, sweet. And left oh. in the fridge where they had me. I, I, need, I really need to get an action Watson's music. I feel like yeah. I've never heard anything by him that I've disliked. Everything that, every time a song of his has crossed my plate, but it's just rare. Yeah. It's not that often that Action Bronson is showing up anywhere in my recommended stuff or I'm seeing new music by him. Same. Like the most I've heard from Action Bronson is his Joe Rogan podcast. And I just clicked <laughs> on it just because I was like, who is this dude? Yeah, the most I've heard is his cooking show. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, he's great. He's got a really unique style. He's yeah, lost yeah. an incredible amount of weight, though, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got he's got one song with Mac Miller that is so fucking good. Red Dot, I believe it's called. Really? So good. Um, and then um, that that song, Baby Blue with Chance. Oh Baby my god, that, that was the first song I ever heard by him, and uh, I was like, dude, this is this that is so good. Crazy. But I was more I, honestly, that was the thing is I love that song, but I was like, okay, who is Chance the rapper though? Yeah, I hadn't really heard yeah. Chance the Rapper that much either. And so then I was really focused more on Chance's part of that song than Action Bronson's, even though it was good, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just never, like, I have a hard time where there's certain artists that I, it takes me a long time, and you have to, I have to like a lot of your songs already for me to finally go listen to an album. For it sure. feels like. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to get better at that, and uh, ironically enough, today we actually have a few albums that we've been listening to that I, I played through the new Backseat Lovers album, um, I like their first album a lot. Everyone, do you? What are your guys' thoughts on the first Backseat Lovers album? I haven't heard it. You haven't this heard is, it. This is the only actual like full Backseat Lovers album I've heard. Well, I mean, but okay, what from the Backseat Lovers have you heard though? Um, I've heard I've heard a one or two of their songs. There was one that was on my playlist for a while. I mean, you've heard you Pool heard. House. No, no, no. It was uh, it, it, I, it. Pool House. I think it was Watch Your Mouth. Um. Is this, is this the new? No, it wasn't. No, this is this is the one that I feel like Justin would know this one. We're both throwing smoke into the night. Kilby Girl? Yes, this is the one I've heard. It's raining, this is such this is It's a great song. She said I've got Watch your mouth is the one I've heard. I've played I've heard through Watch this album, I played through this album a few There's times. A it's gotten me to go back to it. It's not the greatest ever, but oh. I overheard that she was 19. Oh, I know this song from TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I know Watch Your Mouth, though, from Spotify Recommended. Better than I do. It's such a great chorus. That, that mm -hmm. hook is so fun to sing along to. There's only two songs I really like from this album that I go back to. Backseat Lovers. I like them a lot. Um, they're, and this is this is funny because it's coming from me. They're very indie. Yeah, I think they're and a little too. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I love my indie, and it's it's fun to play. But sometimes just listening to it, I it just infuriates me. Yeah, like I I don't know what it is. In what it's capacity? Just, I can't. I can't listen to the it. writing. The sound. Yeah, with a it annoys me ring. too. It's just like it I want to punch That's his so face. That's so weird because you guys like Blink One Eighty Two. 
I yeah, don't but Blink like Blink-182's Blink-182. a joke. I don't Blink-182's, like Blink-182's, like, Blink-182... Yeah, but do you like the music? Well, yeah, but it's, it, the music is I better. understand that, I understand that, that, that problem. Because that's, I'm not a huge indie person either. And this album too, I like this album. No, I've given it, no. hold on, I've given it a few playthroughs. But it also is kind of just, not only is it really indie, but it's really, I've heard this a lot of times b- before. Like, it's not super innovative to the indie yeah, sound. There's the nothing thing. about it that's breaking new ground. Well, here's the thing. 2019 is really when that style of indie yeah. is really breaking through. And this was one of the I- albums that kind of cultivated. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely, like, jumped off and, took, yeah, and, and it, rode the wave higher than others. It exactly. sounds like modern baseball, but everyone's more talented. It's really, I mean, I don't have any issue with it. There are times where the voice can get a little, a little irritating, a little yeah. annoying, especially when they, That's they really have the it. vocal in the front of the, in, in the front of the instrumental at times. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of songs in there that just, you can just throw them in the background and kind of ignore and For then just sure. let them play and they just feel good. For sure. But like, I, I feel like the reason that like this makes me not able to listen to a lot of it, but I can listen to Blink-182 is because like. Blink-182, like, they fucking, they know. They're, like, when they're doing that shit and they're doing the whiny shit, they're, like, yeah, because it's because we're fucking Blink-182. But when the Backseat Lovers does it, it's, like, I don't know. It's just, like, they're yeah, trying to be something. Yeah, but saying because we're Blink-182 is not a reason because they had to start you. doing it at some point. But they just do it better. I it's can't. Just I, I just don't like Blink One Eighty Two. I don't dis. I don't. I haven't heard a ton from them, but what I have heard, I don't like the singer's voice. Yeah, they're only they thing I like about so, Blink is Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah Travis Barker only, is what makes Blink One. The only one who's great is Travis. This this opening song to this first album by them, um, or the I mean, it's not their first album, but when we were friends, uh, I expect it's really annoying. I expect to like the At album because I listened That's to every single I, single that came out before this album came I out. I hadn't heard anything from and them. And I like the singles. Like I didn't Close know, Your Eyes is a great song. You I didn't listen to the singles at all. Yeah, I'll just say... But I'm excited to hear I it. didn't want to finish their album. This this is the first... I was going to... This is the first song, not off this new album, but the last album. And this one, I can understand... I can really feel the annoying voice parts in here. If you just... If, if this is the one I'm thinking of. This is Watch Your Mouth. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one I know. Do you like this one? I liked it for a minute, and then I was... And then, like, I just started being embarrassed of liking it. It's just... The vocal... It's too raw. And it yeah. just doesn't sound great because of it, though. Do you think I care? Like, this part is cool. Yeah, it's not bad. About your new job and your new hair. Oh, I hate that. Do you think I cry? About your new friends, your new guy. Then from here, I don't like Dude. it. That's why I don't like those man. I don't like the but I do part. You know, it, it don't make sense. But it is very, it's got a very whiny. They're great instrumentalists. I'll give them that. The instrumentals are great riffs. 
I give the ribs an 8 out of 10 for sure. For sure. I just, I hate them. This, why do you hate them? It's emotion. He's got sentimental issues. Yeah. Um, okay, well, okay, but, the, but I then, talk then about state the that, though, because you can't just say, oh, I hate them. He said it at you the beginning just, of the podcast. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. The beginning of the podcast? The beginning of the second half. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Um, I want to get into the, the new album. Um, what do you think about the first song? I thought it was way I too long. I did not enjoy the yeah, first song. It so was the first song, boring. So their new album is called Waiting to Spill. Uh, it opens up with Silhouette. It's, it's just like long. six it's minutes of instrumental. For being people that are good instrumentalists, it was. It, it just you are really God. you. Ex- I don't know. It's like you the think prob- that this must this must be the yeah. best instrumental that you've put together, though. It, if you want me to go six just, minutes but, without vocals, but no, off. I think it's just obnoxious. I don't. I don't think it's their That's best instrumental. No, 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 it's I, just no, no, I'm not saying egotistical. It is. I'm saying th- it better be. Yeah, if you for think sure. You're exactly. Put me through six minutes of instrumental. This better really be necessary and be good. And it just isn't that. It's just obvious that they're like, this is our like our soul is in this music, and we wanted to show that to you guys. Yeah. That's what here's it feels like. here's the thing: is the whole thing. It feels like the whole thing is building up to something, and it never pays off. I'm no, always okay, waiting okay. for the next part that's going to be better than what I'm currently listening to. It, it, but the thing is, is it kind of, the problem is it pays off in the beginning of Close Your Eyes. Yeah. That's the yeah, drop. Close Your Eyes is The drop is Close Your Eyes. I love that. So it kind of that's is cool song. when it first drops into it, but I'm like, is this the same song? Am I still listening to this? Yeah. Whatever. But it's just, hold on. There's stuff about it that's cool. It's very, very 80s. It's very like, reminded me of Rush. It's like cool ideas, but I don't want to listen to this and this only for six minutes. Yeah. Or, sorry, five. No, it's six minutes. Bless you. Thank you. I feel like a six-minute song is fine, but don't fucking start the album with a six-minute song. Oh, there are some vocals. Yeah, but if you look at the lyrics, it's like four bars. Yeah, it very, doesn't, it it's doesn't. actually very Radiohead. That very is exactly Radiohead. what Dylan said. Yeah, it's very Radiohead. So Tom, like this is cool. If I if I was like if I had taken a bunch of edibles, yeah, well, and I just want to lay there and just stare at my ceiling. But in any other circumstances, I'm not listening to this first song. Although the drums in it are kind of cool at one point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The snare. It's like a gunshot, that snare. That's the only part that I like about this first one is that snare little. The album's cool because it is somewhat Western, you know? Like, there's like there's like a little bit of that a little in, bit. in here. Th- that's bit. the thing. For me, as an overview on the album, it. It doesn't really stray a ton from their first album, except they have a few different guitar tones that are a little bit more grungier, mm-hmm. like a bit more crunchy sounding that are really cool, a little bit darker tone yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's it feels for my first two kind of listens, like just without really diving deep into lyrics or something like that, it feels very similar to their first album. There's just no real bangers like there are in the first yeah, album. Yeah, no, so that's the other thing. It missed any songs that really was like, oh shit, I gotta add this one to a playlist. Exactly, exactly. And all of them, they just felt like shit I'd heard before. And the thing is, like, I feel like if I had, like, 
never heard of the Backseat Lovers, but I'd been into bands that are in their domain, I would have just guessed it's any single band that is in their domain. Yeah, that's the thing. If I was in that genre and into that genre, I feel like this album would feel like just another attempt put across a desk. Yeah. Where it's like, this doesn't, nothing about this is, is super new and innovative and interesting. And the last song, the last album at least had the singles to really be like, oh, these songs are good. There's some really memorable choruses and stuff. Yeah. But nothing really, as of yet, I'll give it more time and I'll come back and give you another review next week and I'll play it through a few more times and really listen to it but at the moment nothing jumped out to me as that great except the next song that it goes into which is close your eyes which that song this song legit made me tear up close your eyes is great but the thing is it's followed up by nothing still a good song still a good song and the singled outness of the vocal feels good here pick up the phone I agree with that too. I agree with that too. But the thing is, the song after that, it just makes me want to turn the fucking album off. Really? Okay. The next song that came up after this one is Morning in the Avs. Yeah, it just, it was just, I was just like, I'm bored. I don't know most of these songs by their name. I forget what they sound like, so. I think I like this because this is a riff I make. I like the riff, but the thing is, like, the whole overall song is just, like, boring. You know what it is? It's reading music. It just doesn't, but it just doesn't go anywhere. I read a book to this. song on here that actually did stand out to me um, as like uh, oof I, I kind of like this and that was um, uh, follow the sound Another song that sounded like X. There was another one that sounded like X. 
I wrote it down. Just slowly now it sounds like Paul music. Now it sounds like Paul McCartney shit. Yeah, it does sound a little bit like old Beatles. Oh, that was cool. Some Beatlesy kind of stuff. It just sounds like a play. It does a little bit, or like, or like, uh, like a that show and, that you like listen that, to on like a British TV show, like that Andrew Garfield one. I think the thing with the me, piano. the thing with me personally is like, I I know there's probably people who this appeals to, but like, I just like it's good. I'll give it that. Like, some of it is there is good stuff about it, but I, I just don't ever want to hear it. Yeah, if I'm looking at it objectively, they're just good. There's nothing they're, I they're hate They're good about musicians. It. They're really good musicians. Yeah. Good music. The problem, it's like, for me, when their last album came out, I was like, this is a real, This is an album that I like. I like this album. The thing, I, I discovered it right at right after listening to Lizzie Alpine's new album and discovering her music, and uh, that album is so good. She can write. So well she written. She can write. And, and so I was like, this album's good. It's not as good as that one, in my opinion. And and for this genre of music, which I already don't listen to a ton, I was like, this feels like redundant. Like, it's been done before. Yeah. So I was like, but it, I, there were songs that I really liked. They had cool riffs. They had cool hooks. I was like, so, okay, they have a couple hits on this. For sure. Let's see what else they do. But then when they, we did this album, which feels like a rehash in a lot of ways of the last album, at least musically, and then to not really have the songs where it's like it's really stuck with me or any of the choruses yeah. feel like they were really calling. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, here's what it is. Nothing about this. I never wanted to really sing along to any of it. Indie just isn't indie anymore. It's just it's lost its meaning. Because like what Justin was saying about like it just sounds like everything. And you said it too. It just sounds like every other th- thing in this domain. And yeah. like indie was when it first was coming out, it's like, oh, this is new. This is different. And they're all different. But now indie in itself is like its own sound which is not independent anymore because they're all sound the same <laughs> so they just kind of broke away from the original indie meaning. has become a very like broad term to label a lot of things i feel like yeah, to where it's, it's such a mosh of stuff that a lot of it the stuff that does surface to the top all feels exactly the same yeah exactly absolutely um, Absolutely. I don't know. Anyone else have any takes on on the back, new Backseat Lovers album, or is that about it? I mean, I, I'm gonna give it some more listens, and I'll come back next week with like a f- maybe more finalized thought on it, where I can really be like, okay, this song and this song, I feel this way about. But from just skimming through it twice, nothing really jumped out at me as, as uh, yeah. amazing. I'd give it a review as mid. Yeah, it's a mid yeah. album. It's mid. It's mid. It's it's like I would like to hear it in a Starbucks. Yeah, I I I I I wouldn't, wouldn't I'd mind. Nod, I'd nod my head in Panera. But that's about all you're gonna get from me. I'd eat my mac and cheese and sip my coffee. Yeah, you drink some sparkling water, do it. Yeah, I'd oh, sip yeah. a seltzer. Well, Justin, you you decided to to, to jump into the uh, new Taylor Swift album. I don't know Peace anything. Lady. Of, I literally know nothing about this album except for the fact that she's on running the whole top ten of of Billboard right now. Yeah, so that's the reason I listened to it. Okay. And um. I gotta say, for for occupying the entire top ten, I was extremely disappointed. Um, that I, are the, you the okay? Thing. Layout. Here's are you a Taylor Swift? Are you expecting good music from Taylor Swift? Yes, I have high standards for Taylor. Swift. You like Taylor Swift's music? Well, generally, generally, yes. I, I'd have to say, you know, I I I don't listen to her music, but everything I have heard. 
I'm like, okay, these lyrics are good. I feel like they make me care about what you're talking about. They make me care about you. Yeah. They are interesting. The music's interesting. The melodies are catchy. They're always, Taylor Swift shit is always stuck in my head. That song, Mean, stuck in my head right now. Why you gotta One be day so I'll be living in a big old, like, dude, she writes bangers. Like, it's undeniable. She can make slaps. And the problem is there is not a single song on this album that is above a six. And okay. it's really, really hard to how many of the songs to. on the album even touch six, though? One. So one is a six. What song is that? What's the best song on this album right here? Let me know. Um, you know, it might be a little better than six, but Bejeweled is um is the best song on this album. Um, we'll be the judge of that. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This oh, album. Now, oh, now there, you gotta, wait, now wait, you hold on. This, this, this album was produced by. I for, I'm blanking on his name. His name. Well, we fervently disagree with him. His name. I don't. I can't find. Is he's the guy from Fun? You know the band Fun tonight. Nate Ruiz. Um, Nate Ruiz. Jack Antonoff. Oh, never mind. Um, he produced this album. As he the made, lead singer of Fun. He made all of the. He made all of the instrumentals. Um, he um, did all the production. He produced every single song and co-wrote every song. Um, he carried very hard. Um, some oh, of see. the production even is a little boring, but it is the redeeming quality for most of the songs. All right, let me hear this one. Bejeweled by Taylor but Swift. This is Midnight. This is one of the songs where Taylor held. What's her the album name? Midnight. I think I've been a little too kind. Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind. In the shoes I gave you as a present. Putting someone first only works when you're in their top five. The lyrics on this album are god awful. Just want to say every single song. I really hate this. I yeah. I have to say, okay. Isn't it? That's the best album on the song, isn't it? Or song on the album? Feel, isn't it pretty I bad? I don't that, feel bejeweled. I, I feel betrayed. I, I, oh boy. Here's my thing. I've heard one other song of this album that was just whatever was on the top 40. I was playing through it with Kaylee when she was here. And uh, it was very boring and disappointing to me. Yeah. And that's another. It's, it reminds me a lot of the stuff I've heard from Charlie Puth recently, which also is boring yeah. and disappointing. It's just. This Lazy. this song, the chorus has got some cool aspects to the melody. I like the shimmer, the way that yeah, rhyme and everything sounds. Sure. But none of the lyrics, every word on this album makes my skin crawl it with makes, cringe. It's just like, it feels like such a rehash of a topic for her. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. another breakup song. That, and it's just like, I'm not going to be phased. And a, I'm going to go out. Uh, by the way, I'm going out tonight. And it, it's just like, ugh. That's the thing. Uh, <laughs> you're, clearly, you're clearly like a girl that isn't over it. That's like, the thing. That's, is, that's the vibe I get from this. So every, funny. like, every, there's probably like three songs that are not on the topic of that shit. And that's the thing is it's it's that shit. And it's just that what shit rehashed. What, what relationship is she even talking about in this album? So... The, the, that's the thing is there's some fucking terrible lyrics there's one point where she says the whole world feels like a sexy baby something like that she calls people sexy babies 
Where and what, what she says that, that she feels like a monster that? and people are sexy babies. Anti-hero. Anti-hero has some of the cringiest lines I've ever heard. I get that it's that she's talking about shit that means shit to her, but the lyrics are just Everybody is a sexy baby, okay, and I'm a monster on the hill. You guys know what it actually sounds like? It sounds like she just recently became part of the Illuminati. It sounds like she just no, 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 chip in her brain. No, 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 no. It sounds like this is like in a week they're gonna be like, guess what? You all got it was actually an AI generated album. Taylor didn't even make it. She didn't write it. It was all written completely by AI. Because I, I don't even understand how else you can explain writing. 
everyone feels like a sexy baby and I'm just a monster on a hill. First off, what does the monster on the hill have to do with a baby, much less a sexy baby? Why do they have to all be attractive? I have a wait, wait, what defines a sexy baby? I have a, babies I have a be terrible sexy? Theory. Can I have that a even theory. be possible? Like, damn, they got a wagon on them or something. The, well, yeah, it's like riding babies in got a wagon, dumpers maybe. on them, but like, Diaper that doesn't make you sexy. No, never, never. All right. Well, we that's, that's so wild. Okay. Okay. Is there any other songs to really like throw up on here? Um. Okay. Well, vigilante shit. Um. I've heard is, that one is good. Vigil- okay. Here's vigilante. A, okay. No. Here's the vigilante. thing. Vigilante. Here's the thing. Vigilante. It's, vigilante shit, bro. It. Here's the thing. It is what it is, and what it is is generic and done. And it's a song that exists, and it's just. Not it doesn't even well need to executed. exist, but it just does exist. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me go. Let like me be the judge that. Let me be the judge that. sharp enough to kill a man. And you did some bad things, but I'm the worst of them. Did I make this beat? Hold it's on, pretty hold shit. On. <laughs> hold on. Exactly. No, 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 no. Shush, shush, shush. Which one will be your last lie? They say looks can kill, and I might try. This is Billie Eilish. I don't dress for men. Lately, I've been dressing for revenge. Taylor, who are you wearing tonight at the Met Gala? Bitch, I'm wearing revenge. I'm Bitch. here to get mines, okay? I, I don't. Um, I like the beat, kind of. Yeah, where like yeah, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. that 808 with the the snare just doing the right poor, in the background, just tapping. Though. But Shitty this sounds. is this is literally just a Billie Eilish remake song. I know everyone's doing Billie Eilish remake sounds, but it's like it's one thing to hear a new artist that kind of sounds very similar to Billie Eilish than to hear Taylor Swift do her best imitation of Billie Eilish. Listen, guys, it's just white girl music. And none of us are white girls, so maybe we just will never understand. Maybe once no, we get our like, period, I, maybe I we'll want to root something. for it. And I've pissed blood many times, so it's like I don't understand what's I guess not that's connecting close for me. Yeah. I just I want to enjoy the album because I like girl pop. Oh, I like yeah. girl. I like girl bangers. Well, let's see. But, well, the thing is, this isn't a genre she's ever done. She's never done shit like this. And the thing is, she just shat all over these instrumentals. Yeah, Bad Blood was kind of like this. Yeah, but Bad Blood sucked though. Yeah. It's better than okay. this. So, ben, so, ben. so there's, now we got that. Dude, Kendrick's first. There's two other Kendrick's highlighted first songs. first wasn't even good either. <laughs> two other highlighted songs, okay? One, uh, they all have shitty lyrics, but Karma, another one with particularly stupid lyrics. Um, the chorus is, because Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my air on the weekend. Karma's a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not? Sweet like honey. Karma is a cat purring in my lap cause it loves me flexing like a goddamn acrobat me and karma vibe like that that is the chorus to karma balls that's like that feels like like ninth grade something i write in ninth grade something like that's ninth grade poetry that you have to turn in and you're trying to really feel moody about it or something. Yeah, the teacher was like, I want you guys to, you know, just talk about karma. We're learning about this in class. The concept of karma coming you know, back just, on just, you. And we're just doing a free Write writing. a quick 10 bars and l- you see, quick see 10 what you bars. can come in. <laughs> just, just a quick. I make every student freestyle <laughs> as their start of class. I was an English teacher. I'd be like, all right, I put on a beat. I'm like, all right, we're going to go around the room. Everyone's got to give me at least eight bars. Four bars. I'll give you four bars. bars. Give me four bars. That's what I need. Flow school. Flow school. 
I'm not impressed, and it's and I'm not surprised. I've never been a huge Taylor Swift fan. I, I know that she can write, and I've heard songs that are pretty good. I've never really been blown away too much by anything that uh, that Taylor Swift has done, um, except for this feels like such a weird, like, after dropping Folklore and then Evermore. It's so disappointing. It's like these are these weird, like, folky acoustic albums, like this song right here, Exile with uh, Bonnie Vare. This shit goes hard. Why did she feel the need to step back into that really, really generic, over-the-top produced pop? It's just straight up pop. Money. I can see you standing. Honey. But these songs, these With albums these took off too, though. They did. I have, I have no idea why she did this. Laziness. Yeah, honestly, this this shit was probably so much and easier it took to make. You five whole minutes. Back us up and leave me with it. Oh, this dude's voice. Holding all this love out here in the hall. This is Bonnie. Do you Bear. not know Bonnie Bear? You don't know Bonnie Bear? No, nah, he knows Bonnie Bear. He just doesn't know which before. He just doesn't know who you're talking and about. And I didn't like the ending. You're not my homeland anymore. So what am I defending now? You are my town. Now I'm in exile seeing you out. You know what the best Bonnie Bear song is? I think I've seen let's this. Get a little, let's get a little tater. A little tater swift. A little T-swizzle. A little T-swizz. These are great. So disappointing to know that she can do this and then exactly. she drops that album. Exactly. exactly. Just don't put out an album. I think I've seen this film before. stuff but the first song that got me into him is my favorite song by him and that's called uh, Skinny Love this song just oof I don't know what it is about this the way he sings nothing like on that song whatsoever I see why you like this Vocal performance. Come on, skinny love, just let's see it. For a little soap, we will never hear. My, 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 my. 
so good. Yeah, guys, go and take a time to go listen oh, to yeah. that song all the way. Absolutely. It's such a good song. But it's so weird to hear that other song because he drops his voice so mm-hmm. low in that one. Yeah. And I knew him first off from this like higher pitched style of singing, but um, man, you, you I, have, know, I have one more song. You sorry, one more song on, on off the, the t- t- I was gonna ask you, do you have any like, more any more take on that Taylor yeah, Swift yeah. album? So yeah, so the the way I feel about the whole album is, you know, um, there's a lot of the the it feels like she's rapping on YouTube beats, and I know that she was probably there when the instrumentals were created. But I, that's the, vibe, the that's a big thing for me. It's so YouTube beat ish. That's the thing is it feels like she had she just came into the studio. The songs were done. She just laid the vocals yeah, for them exactly because I always kind of you can kind of tell yeah you can. when you can. the artist was in the room while the instrumental was being made. Mm-hmm. And like there's certain artists who are like oh yeah yeah there's no way they made this one and just sent it over in an email. Yeah, and the thing is the thing is. And I think what makes it even maybe even worse is that we know she was there because there's the interviews and she said it like she was there. Yeah. They all did it together, but it doesn't feel that way. And I think that's even worse than her not being there. Yeah. I'd rather just find out that she did just do this where the the producer just sent her in some stuff and she threw it together than being like, oh, so you were working in the studio. This is like a, a dedicated project. Yeah. So the song Labyrinth, um, fucking banger instrumental amazing and just uninteresting lyrics uninteresting melodies and uh, i just yeah but amazing instrumental all right well let me give labyrinth a listen to Speaking of people that are good at making instrumentals, I was just Labyrinth. Gonna say, I was gonna say, does that Labyrinth is amazing. The thing Ooh, is, that little sound is cool. There's cool stuff that Taylor's doing, but it's it's mixing. It's good mixing. This is the best one with the album I've heard. Yeah, I can agree with that. I was expecting it to drop there and a little disappointed. That's the thing. Is, well, it does drop. It gets bigger. It's it's good. Is it, it, the instrumental is worthless. Is it worth it worth getting to? The instrumental is. Okay. further away than I remember but um skipping ahead go back go back go back go back <laughs> damn it 
then the thing is, okay, the drop go. isn't great because the lyrics aren't great to go with it. with the instrumental is so crisp and clean it sounds so produced yeah but it's just yeah it's just not a good good album you know i know you got all the backing to to financially to do it i think my take on the album is the album is the golden state warriors in 2018 everyone's just hopping the bandwagon that's what i'd say uh, oh, for why yeah. it's on the chart, like why it's on top yeah, ten? Yeah, why the no, fuck no, 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 no. I don't think you say that because Golden State Warriors were that team, though. They were great, but no, I'm saying no, that's is, like everyone saying T Pab is the greatest rapper of all. It's an easy answer because everyone's just jumping on the bandwagon of oh yeah, that's the album to go to. But that's the, no, that's but what I'm saying. People, don't, people, some people don't even watch basketball, and they're like, yeah, I'm a Warriors fan because they won three years in a row. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because of her legacy and what she has mm-hmm. done, people are still going to ride for her. She's still got her. a huge fan base, too. And it's mostly it's young girls. Yeah. Like, not just, like, youthful girls coming into their first period. And then, like, we're like, they're really not going to have any musical hot takes. No, 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 no. And, like, they're not going to be like, oh, my goodness, the production's great, but the writing feels a little stale to me. I'm 12, and I, you know, you haven't lived enough life to really feel like the writing is stale, no, because they, this is the first time you're hearing it, They really. hear the word falling in love again. They're, and like, they're like, I, I am. I am falling in love again. Jason. With, 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 with Kenny. Um... Other new music that's out. I mean, uh, was there anything else that you listened to, Justin? Um, else that's new up music. Uh, the new Sleeping with Sirens album is fucking amazing. Go listen to it. Um, Sleeping new- with Sirens album. That's a recommendation from Jay Beebs himself. Yeah, yeah. I, right I definitely don't think it's Matt. Did you have any we'll takes love. on uh, what was the? I did. So I, I think we all just kind of picked an album, and mine was the new Palais Royale album. And I know you haven't really heard them, so I'll give you a song to kind of show you what. What, what they they're were. capable of? Uh, just play nightmares, off of uh, I think it's off bastards. Yeah, it's indeed. Um, that's kind of their vibe. Um, and then I'll tell you what I think about their new album. Um, they're cool. I mean, you get yeah. Just play that shit. I think No Love in LA is. Uh... And you know No Love in LA. No, not. No, I've never heard of this band before. This is a better band. This album, this ready, album ready, is amazing. Ready. Oh. Crunchiness on those guitars and the vocals. Oh, yeah. That's such a cool riff. 
Yeah, it's a dope song. Okay, so I get the idea of what their vibe is. So what about this new album? So this new album, here here's what I thought. So when I when I first Fever Dream, I heard. So don't listen to that one yet. I want you to listen to the first song and the first two songs. No, but the album's um, called Fever Dream. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Oh, it is. Yeah. I don't even remember the name of the album. That's that's the best song on the album. We'll get to that though. Um. When I first heard it, it, it reminded me of like you know you know like when you meet a girl and you see her and you're like never in a hundred years would I even want to remotely even just text this girl. Yes. And then maybe you're you know you're hanging out with them you know kind of in a hole and you're talking and she's kind of giving you the eye and you look at you know and you see her you're from just, a certain you're in, angle you're in the situation. There's a little bit of chemistry. Maybe yes. she has kind of a sense of humor. Maybe she also listens to Co- watches Cody Co videos. You know maybe it's that. And then there's like, you've never, I mean, you've seen her under cafeteria lighting, but you've never seen her in the no, sunlight no, 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 like that no, 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 way. No. You've never quite caught and that You, you kind of see her from a 75 degree angle and you yes. go, mm, yes. You know, and as long as you cute. only look at her from the shoulders down, but not below the waist. No, 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 no. You know, no, she's right she's, in the torso got, and yeah, that's it. Exactly. Just, she's like, okay, okay, okay it's not bad. That's up. how I felt about this album. Okay. On first impression, I was like, ASS all the way. Okay. When I dove into it. Like it's a thick album. Yeah. When I it is thick, so listen to the first song going into the second. Okay, and Eternal Life intro into Eternal Life. Yeah, okay. it's that sounds some of this album. It's Halloween. They're such a fucking Halloweenish band. Mm-hmm. They're so like. It's just acoustic guitar. This is Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, that's the Stairway to Heaven riff. It's close. It's no, it's Stairway to Heaven. Very close. It's a little over the top with the vote. It feels like melodramatic. So that's this, kind of the no, vibe. No, this song, this song feels like it's either the background of one of the old Iron Man movies, or it's like a Dude Perfect video that I'm watching where they're doing trick shots. Like, welcome to Dude Perfect trick shots. <laughs> and they just throw in the basketballs nah, and the shit. It's and very much their like I, this isn't an RPG game. That's what it makes me think of. It's very much like I'm fighting ogres on a bridge. I see, I see. Now, yeah. on it's first impression, I was like, and even the album cover is very got. Did you listen? I know you listen. I don't even know. Actually, you guys listen to Black Parade? No. By, what? by, by MCR? My Chem, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, so my, yeah, so Black Parade, fantastic album. The album very much resembles. And if is, that gonna, got, is that the one that's got teenagers on it? Yes. Okay, well, then I know that song. Yes. Teenagers, um, Black Parade. <laughs> I, forget, uh, I, I forget the other songs right now. But the song that really resembles it, and I think it's the best song on the album, is Fever Dream, which is the title name. Okay. Great song. Show me to that one. Close your eyes and exit life tonight. 
I just want to say also, their music videos, top notch. Great production. Oh, I've heard this song. This sounds like a, this sounds like a fucking Christmas song. But it fucking begs, dude. It sounds like... I don't want to love that does have a very similar melody to a Christmas song. I just don't know which one it is. The, the, the melody is very Mariah Carey. such a Mariah Carey melody that 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 chorus though feels so right it's so good it's just so good 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 yeah and I love I love that's really about this whole album is the choruses bang but it really they don't they don't save the album because the verses are kind of atrocious if you go to any other song I'll need okay. to play through that album and, and give it a I'll listen because I've really never heard of them or, or heard of anything they do. But I, I like that first song, though, that you showed me. Even yeah. the intro song, I enjoyed that. Or no, no, not the, not the intro song, but the first one the you first showed one. me. Yeah, if you're going to you go gotta, back, listen to Bastards. Yeah, you got to listen to the Bastards. Great that's, album. A, that's a good album. Okay. That's um, a really good album. I think it's Boom Boom is really good. Die in a Boom Hot Boom Tub. Room. You like that song. Die in a Hot Tub is really good. Um, no love in LA. Play no love in LA. Okay. Yeah, let's just. No love in LA. No love in LA just slaps like nothing of it. Like nothing else. I got one more song to play after this. You'll recognize this, yeah. Also on the new album. We cover this. Oh, really? That's why I've heard it. Yeah, that. that's where yeah. you heard it. Yeah, we cover I it. really like. I like that. That sounds. Real. How long ago did this album drop? This uh, album just came out. Yeah, like, October twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was only four yeah. days ago. That song's been out for a minute, though. Oh, okay. That, I was that, gonna that say that song came out like almost a year ago. I was gonna say. Yeah, it has been. Huh? Yeah, it's been that long. Yeah. Um, the one other album that's that's dropped recently that I'm gonna play us out on one of the songs from that is uh, Smino's new album, oh. Love for Rent. Oh. I was a big fan. I was introduced to Smino on the Black Swan album, which I feel like a lot of people were. And that album is so good. I mean, there's there's only a handful of only like one or two songs that I maybe just skip sometimes if I'm just not. I would vi- say there's no skippables, yeah. bro. But that album is so good. It's almost a perfect no skip album. 
And uh, that's got some of the best, some of the most unique uh, instruments and like instrumentation that they use in the beats. Oh, their sounds are crazy. The sounds are crazy. The The way that they structured the songs are like nothing else. Uh, Smino's got such an experimental flow and cadence and like switching from rapping to singing in a way that so not creative. really anyone yeah. else does. Yeah. Um, this album is not, in my opinion, I've heard it a, a good handful of times now. It's not as good as... Black Swan. Did you rip ass? I did. That was beautiful. Sounded like Matt's oh, yeah. trombone playing kind of. <laughs> um, it's not quite on the same par as Black Swan, pitch. but I really do enjoy it. And there's some really good songs. And I think that if anyone likes uh, J.I.D. or artists like that, you'll really like Smino. Um, so I'm going to end us off on, uh, on um, Mode in a Minute. Uh any final words from any of you boys? Anything you want to say to wrap up the evening? God bless. You know, I, I do like that. I could second I could second a God bless. Matt, do you third a God bless? God bless. Boys. God bless everyone. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Lost Summer Podcast. We will see you next week with more music, more laughs, and more of Matt, unfortunately. Live long. Live long, <laughs> long baby. <laughs> I was wasting time, splitting decisions But when I pick you up When I pick you up I'ma take you down Damn, I used to sweat a lot I was like tired of the creation You acting different I'm really tired of the theater I'm getting tired of life It might be time to relocate her. Again, blessed and highly flavored We all petrified by paper Couple of them pretty piano beats So I can sing off the balcony Shakespeare is probably black So we roam me Rome as Elisa We run the town in the T-shirt Her tail for her and my motor vegan I call just to see if your mama decent We go back like her lines Patient Trish, red eyes at the airline Patient me at the gate Cause I'm late, you know me Came straight from the stool Got deadlines And that was your flatline Treating girls from my past like pastime Had to learn now That ain't something wanna pass down Blacked out, big coming my past time Sugar alchemy, off the alcohol, call the apathy, alcohol on, got it on repeat, girl, you're all alcohol on, off the alcohol, she on alchemy, coming after me, when she said it, when she said it, 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 she said